The wellness revolution starts now. I'm Dr. Steve Hotze, and welcome to our program today. It's my privilege to have a longtime guest at the Hotze Health and Wellness Center, Wendy Thompson, who lives in Colorado. Where do you live in Colorado, Wendy? I live in Pueblo right now. Pueblo, Colorado. Yep. And she's been a guest here for 20 years, and her story is simply remarkable. So we're going to get right into it. Wendy, thank you for joining us today. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm just, I'm really excited to be part of your show. Well, I'm glad you could be had. (laughs) (laughs) Well, tell us about, tell us about yourself. Wendy, you live in Colorado. What do you do in Colorado? I do. I'm actually a retired geologist. So I actually lived in Houston for almost 20 years and um, went through some major life changes and decided to run away to the mountains because (laughs) I've always been a mountain girl. (laughs) And so I've been out here full time since 2019 and really just started all over again in life. And um, right now, actually, we are remodeling two 120-year-old Victorian houses that we bought and restoring them to their grandeur. And um, I love it. It's, It's a passion that I've always had, but didn't have the time or the real opportunity to get into it. And now we're doing it. And living it and i'm in great shape because i'm having to rip down plaster and put up sheetrock and just do the whole oh, thing you do it it's yourself. Awesome. that's great <laughs> we're doing it ourselves yeah that's tremendous <laughs> well when do you when you were you did you grow up here in houston no i'm actually from virginia um virginia. born and raised there and uh, just made my way to houston because of uh, oil and gas right and of course that's the place to be is in houston yeah. if, you, if you're interested mm-hmm. in oil and gas that's the world capital, at least in the United States, it's the it national is. capital of, and probably in the world, it's one of the strategic mm-hmm. places in the entire world for all, the oil and gas industry. Sure well, is. Wendy, so tell us what began, what 20 some odd years ago, mm-hmm. 25 years ago, you began to have experience health problems. What health problems did you experience? And I did. What yeah. did you do? So when I was in grad school, I started, I'd always been healthy, you know, good weight, hiked a lot, was always in great shape. And suddenly I started gaining weight, feeling really bad, had brain fog, just in general felt terrible. And I went to several doctors. And you were, how how old were you at that time? I was, I was like 25 at the time. And so I, I just, I knew something wasn't right. And I went to several doctors and basically was told lay off the sweets, go see a psychologist. You've got (laughs) some emotional issues. I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. So things kind of continued to progress. And I ended up in new Orleans and I went to see this doctor, Dr. Cook. And I went to see him. I was convinced at that time I had endometriosis. I went to see him and started telling him what was going on. And he starts laughing. And I just, I just fell completely apart and just broke down and said, why are you laughing at me? This is not a joke. What, you know, oh my God. Right. So he says, no, you misunderstand me. And he takes a book out of his desk and lays it on the top of his desk. And he says, I wrote the book literally on endometriosis. And he goes, I've never met a person that literally has every single symptom. It was, it was like, wow. And so that's when it started. And I ended up having surgery for that. And 
it was so bad. He initially tried to go in laparoscopically and that didn't work. So he had to go in and do a full blown surgery. And at that point he found a lot of interesting things, including um, my left ovary did not appear right to him. And he actually videotaped the whole thing. So I got to watch it afterwards. It was pretty cool. <laughs> and so then in there, he sent off a sample for biopsy and it came back cancer. And here I was at that point, 26 years old, and literally, I think by the grace of God, he found that cancer because mm -hmm. if he hadn't, I mean, I would not be here right now. So um, underwent that surgery. He did a partial hysterectomy at that point in time. And then he put me into a chemically induced menopause that ended up lasting for 18 months. And the way he did that was to give me weekly shots of Depo-Provera, which as oh you my, can imagine, oh gosh. was absolute horrible experience i mm. gained all this weight you must have gained a it was, ton of weight mm. it, I, I ended up weighing over 200 pounds i was miserable it, everything that could go wrong was wrong um just just some really awful things but it cured me of the cancer right and so finally after about 18 months um i found a doctor who said he could help me get back healthy again so I worked with him and ended up losing about 75 pounds, got down to about 130 and got really healthy and was feeling great. And then, um, and I was told that I could probably never have children. Um, and he said, I want to try and get you healthy enough to maybe we can try in vitro fertilization. Well, not having a cycle for 18 months. And the first month I did, I got pregnant. There you go. <laughs> And my son is 22 years old and doing nuclear engineering now. So, <laughs> you know, that's it a miracle, out well. baby, isn't it? it? He is a true miracle. And so I have him a couple of years go by. We moved from New Orleans to Houston. I start feeling bad again. And I'm like, I know something's wrong. Well, I ended up going to a gynecologist there in Houston who was referred by a friend, and he was amazing. He is long retired now. He was pretty old when I started seeing him, like in his 70s then. And um, he said, I want to check out your reproductive organs. So he did some biopsies, including on my uterus, and it came back positive for cancer. Um, so he, he sat me down, and he said, look, he said, I'm just going to be straight with you. Do you want your child to have a mother? And I'm like, well, of course I do. He says, then that's it. Don't even think about trying to have any more children. Cause I wanted to at least have one more. And he said, I'm taking everything out. And that is it in the discussion. And so that was a really emotional thing for me to have your ability to have a child taken from you. And so that was something that I had to come to terms with, but Anyway, at 33, I had a full hysterectomy. Um, everything was taken out. And from there, that's actually when I first started seeing y'all. Because it's funny that that was about the time that um, Suzanne Summers was kind of famous for right. talking about bioidentical. And I was already of the mindset. I did not want to do any kind of synthetic hormones or anything. But at 33 years old, I didn't want to be in menopause and start rapidly aging. So that's when I first came to see y'all. Now, what did you did you discuss with your physician after your hysterectomy about using bioidentical hormones? Yeah, and we got into a big argument. And I fired him. <laughs> <laughs> did you fire him on the spot? Did you say you I did? 
I pretty much fired him on the spot. <laughs> what did he What did he say to that? Uh, he was like, oh, okay, you know, I'm just I'm just telling you, best of luck, you know, bye. <laughs> Probably said, I'm going to go see Ho- I'm going to go see yeah. Hochi and get some bite to go on. Well, good luck. Yeah, That's not going to work. You out. know, at, at that point, it was like I was going to I'm going I was going to see a snake oil salesman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so came to see y'all and going on the bioidentical hormones immediately helped with the menopause that i i mean when you have a hysterectomy oh. it's not like perimenopause and then menopause and postmenopause it's the next day you are in float full-blown menopause right. and i felt like a forest fire running around I'm like, it, this is not yeah, gonna work it's called <laughs> surgical menopause so uh yeah they, they took out your the other ovary that you had they took that out simultaneously and just and so and your my heart, uterus your, yeah and your yeah, uterus and, of course and my cervix <laughs> The whole nine yards. Oh, the yeah. whole nine yards. I am with nothing. <laughs> so, yeah. So um, then once, you know, my hormones started getting regulated, I started having all these other health problems. I started out with Hashimoto's and then ended up with Graves disease. And now I don't have a thyroid. Um, I ended up with all these autoimmune issues. Um, I ended up with acute autoimmune autoimmune liver failure that came on really fast i they put me on the transplant list and they said We're, we got to find you a liver you're dying and then and that was about 10 years ago and then um it's I, I i swear to god i was laying in the bed because i was i had so little energy i couldn't even lift my head and it was kind of like a burning bush moment it was like i heard this voice do you want to die and I'm like, no, I don't. And literally the next day, my liver started healing itself. I'm telling you, it, it was, I have no explanation. And the doctor that I was seeing for that, um, even he was, a, he was a young man. He was only out of med school, maybe a couple of years. And, and he said, you know, doctors don't like to use words like miracles and those kinds of things because I don't know how else to describe this one because he's, he said, I, I just don't, he goes to so just chalk it up for what it is. And I have not had a problem since. And, but in the middle of all of that, it, I was depressed and angry and, you know, was in a really bad marriage and just in a bad place in life. And with all these physical things going on, I was like, what? You know, oh my God. Well, one of the things I have to applaud y'all for is, I mean, not only do you offer the bioidentical hormones, the thyroid treatments, treating the whole person, you're also an amazing emotional support system. There was never any of this. Well, you should go see a shrink because you're nuts and you're hitting middle age. It was a lot of empathy and understanding and a lot of trying to see what was going to work. Because one thing about um, natural hormones and thyroid is it's not just you put a person on a pill and it's magic and it works overnight. Every single person on this planet is unique. And what's going to work for me is not going to work for the next person over there. And so particular dose. So you've got to adjust the doses. Yes. And it, it took a while. It probably took a couple of years to get everything right. But once it was, oh my God. Holy cow. Now, now, who did you see here as your provider? Um, it's Angelica. Angelica. Yes. And really like her. Um, I think she's fantastic. 
Well, and she, she um, is tremendous. Um, yeah, tremendous uh, caregiver yeah. and provider. She she really is, and um, she would ask me a lot of questions about you know sex life and that kind of stuff. And I know I'm being like very transparent here, but I'm like, what do you mean? There is none. Um, and she's like, at your age, that that's a problem, <laughs> a real big problem. And that wasn't just, that was a whole big thing. It wasn't just what was going on with me. Um, and so it just, it was just a really rough time and y'all were there for me. And there were times when I did want to give up on myself, not on y'all necessarily, but on me. I'm like, what is wrong? I'm doing everything. Nothing's working. Oh my God. But little by little, I started seeing improvement. And that is the one thing too. It's like people come in and they try to eat that elephant in one bite and right. you can't, you got to eat it one little bite at a time. And at first, it seems like this overwhelming, unsolvable mystery of you. But then you start noticing, oh, my gosh, little incremental changes. And then one day you wake up and you have friends going, did you lose weight? You look 10 years old, younger. Did you get Botox? <laughs> it, it's amazing to hear that from people. And it's amazing that I can just go out and hike 10 miles. And I'll come back tired, but not like... And somebody's and beat you, me <laughs> and what year were you born 1970 you were born in 1970 so fig, fig, you can figure out what her <laughs> age is folks i don't like to ask a lady what her age is but, <laughs> 52 <laughs> almost 53 you enjoy your youth while you have it i'm 72 and going and oh blowing, my gosh but going oh. and blowing but um that's because i've been on my program since i was 39 <laughs> <laughs> you know, I practice what I preach. As a matter of fact, yes, I'm down to my I'm at my playing weight you know, when I play quarterback in high school at St. Thomas here in Houston. I'm down to my playing weight 168. Sometimes I'm 166, wow. but that's because I follow our program, do intermittent fasting, and I eat uh -huh. one meal a day. I eat meal at dinner time. That's it. Coffee in the morning. It's about what I do. <laughs> couple of cups. That's it. You don't need to eat three square meals a day. That whole deal about look at look at everybody. Just walk around and look at people and see it. All the people that are eating yeah. three square meals plus snacks no. all day long. No, no, so. no. I, I don't have time for that anyway. And that that is that is something else too. So the weight thing. So you weigh one sixty eight. I weigh one fifty, but I'm a size two. There you <laughs> so. go. That's what the other thing I want people to understand. Throw the stupid scale away because one person at 150 could be obese. Another person at 150 is muscle. It just right. depends. And so that number is something that a lot of people get stuck on. And I don't even have a scale. The only reason I know what I weigh is because I went to find one. For my, <laughs> you, you, stood I had, on it. <laughs> you stood because, on it in the store. <laughs> well, I had my annual appointment with y'all back in August and I needed to know what I weighed. <laughs> so you went to the store and <laughs> weighed in, huh? I went to Walmart. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's, okay, there we go. <laughs> well, so, well, yeah. well, well, you've talked about, um, you've talked about the empathy that you received from our, our staff mm -hmm. and from our from our uh, providers, Angelica in particularly, and I, I love to hear that because, as you may or may not know, we have built this whole center around the concept that we're in the hospitality industry, and within that yes. context, we provide medical care. Yes. So, so that means we don't call our patients patients; they're our guests, and this is our home where we live during the day and we welcome people in warmly mm -hmm. and we want we know that 
I, I decided to get out of medicine back in 1996, out of just plain straight medical practice. We took off all the scrubs, and all, everybody looked like they'd been sleeping in their pajamas. You know, it looked terrible. <laughs> and, yeah. and, you know, it looked like a doctor's office. And you know what that looks like. And and so and so by changing and, and by uh, what we've done really is we have worked with the Ritz Carlton and with the Broadmoor and had their teams of people oh. meet with us, and we've gone and met with them and learned how to provide extraordinary hospitality and guest service because we know that there's a mind-body connection you reading and you didn't go into all the details of the struggles you've had in your life but i'm sure those struggles that you had and the stress that you were under adversely affected your health it adversely affects the way you absorb and utilize hormones even if you're taking them because if you've got stress in your life that affects your adrenaline and your cortisol your adrenal glands get fatigued and your body gets out of whack and it can cause a mm-hmm. host of health problems. So we really believe that it's important to be healthy in three levels. We work primarily on the physical, but we work on the emotional or mental side by providing extraordinary hospitality and guest service. Yeah. And we know there's a spiritual side to health. So it's like a tripod. And if anything's out of balance, the, the body can't really heal itself. So mm-hmm. by providing you with that care, it gave you hope. It affirmed you. We listened. We cared about you because we wanted you to be on. Our whole reason for existing is to help you and every one of our guests get on a path of health and wellness naturally so they've got energy, vitality, and enthusiasm for life. Yeah. Yay. And, well, and you obviously correct. do. And it's, <laughs> and it's people say, you know, we, we have talked about anti-aging medicine. But what we really talk about now is increasing a person's health span, not just their lifespan, but their health span. You may not know this, the average age uh, mortality for mortality or, or, or for death in the United States is about 79. Yeah. And uh, the health span is 63. That means by the time people hit their 60s, they get in poor health and they have a host of health conditions from heart disease to oh, yeah. cognitive disorders to kidney problems, liver disorders, gastrointestinal. They have a host of health problems, get obese, get diabetes, and get a whole mm-hmm. host of problems with that. Well, that's not how we want to – I want everybody to live longer. I want to live longer as long as God has me on the earth. I want to be healthy. Heck yeah. I want to be healthy while I'm alive. So that's your health span and what we – what our program does is help individuals when we make our recommendations, which you have been so great in following, and I commend you for taking Thanks. charge of your health. That's so important. And most most people in the world are unwilling to take charge of their health. It's I true. I don't know what, what it is about certain people like you, but you, you decided that you weren't going to accept standard um, conventional care, and that wasn't the route you wanted to go, and you wanted to take charge of your health. And we thank God that you found us and that we've been able to contribute yeah. to your health. But you are the one that took charge of your health, and you're the one that you and only you alone can make yourself healthy. All we can that is do, true. All we can do is recommend. We're, we're a lot like, uh, Wendy, we're a lot like health coaches. Everybody, mm-hmm. you know, if you've done any kind of uh, physical exercise or sports, you always had a coach. If you're a piano player, if you play the piano, you got a teacher, <laughs> you know, you got a piano teacher and you've got, uh, mm-hmm. if you're, if you speak, you have a speak, a speech coach, the coach can't do the work for you. All they can do is no. recommend what you can do to improve in your skill. So I like to say this, that you came in here and you wanted to get in the health Olympics. 
we're here. We want to coach a person that wants to get in the Health Olympics. You wanted to get a gold medal. We wanted to help you get a gold medal. So we made some recommendations. But it was only you, Wendy, that made the decision that you were going to follow the directions and, and get back and keep in touch with us so we could make some additional adjustments and whatever it needed to be done. And you get the credit, full credit, for uh, for your health. And I congratulate you. you on that. I think that is wonderful. And when you're in good health, how does that affect the way you feel about your family and your friends oh, and, and fellow church members or associates you work All with? All of it. Well, I'll, I will say this. Um, I know I kind of alluded I was in a very bad marriage, like right. bad. And I finally was like, you know what? I've done all this stuff to help myself get better, but I'm still having problems. I have got to put me first. And I'm not saying all these people need to run out in their marriages. That is not what I'm saying right. at all. But what I'm saying is it made me realize that I wasn't making myself a priority at all. And I think especially as women, you get married, you have your career, you have your children, you're taking care of everybody else, but you're not taking care of yourself. And if you don't take care of yourself first, how are you going to be able to take care of everybody that you love and you can't? Because if you're too exhausted to lift your head up to even cook a decent meal for somebody, you know, you're not doing anybody any favors. And so that's when there was a saying that was going around for a while, self-care is not selfish. And a lot of people are like, yeah, yeah, but it's the truth. We really do have to take care of ourselves. It's the most selfless thing we can do. Well, because, to, because it really makes you more available to serve the people you love. Absolutely. absolutely. I mean, if you're not healthy. We have a adage which you've heard down here in the South. If mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> well, listen, you are a, yeah. Wendy, you have been a delightful guest Thanks. on our program today, and I am so proud of you for what you've Thank done. You. And, and if any of you in the listening audience want to get on a path of health and wellness naturally, don't hesitate to give us a call. We'd love to partner with you and help coach you on that path. God Absolutely. Bless. Do it. <laughs> God bless you, Wendy, and God bless each Thanks. one of you. Thanks for listening. At Physicians Preference Pharmacy, we understand that the quality of your compounded medications directly affects the way you feel, which is why we believe that your pharmacy should specialize in compounding medications while also delivering extraordinary hospitality and guest service. We believe that both patients and prescribers should accept nothing less than consistency and quality from their compounding pharmacy. This is why we've implemented some of the strictest quality standards in compounding, exceeding standard requirements, achieving PCAB accreditation, which is the Pharmacy Compounding Accreditation Board, an organization that sets the highest standards in compounding pharmacy regarding the safety, cleanliness, and quality of your compounded prescriptions. Because of our commitment to complete health and wellness, we are dedicated to making your medications free of lactose, parabens, artificial sweeteners, and any unnecessary dyes, binders, or fillers present in many other medications, offering you the cleanest products possible.
information provided on this program is neither intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice and is not intended to replace the services of a physician, nor does it constitute a doctor-patient relationship. You should not use information from this radio program to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without consulting with a qualified health care provider. If you have or suspect you have an urgent medical problem, promptly contact a professional health care provider or call 911. Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution advises you to always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified health provider prior to starting any new treatment or with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Any application of the recommendations from this program is at the listener's discretion.